0: Today, we're watching Star Trek The Next Generation. When Lokswana Troy comes aboard the Enterprise, sexy shenanigans are
1: afoot. But don't worry, we'll have holodeck fun to distract us. From June 17th, 1989, it's season two, episode 19 Manhunt. Or Menopause, more like Menoplay. <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm Cam, that's Dan, and we are the officers of PUN.
1: Some say that we pun too much. Some say that, uh, you know, we take the puns beyond where they should have ended. And to them, I just yell, pun far! <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that joke? Just came to me. Amazing. Just now.
0: Amazing. Yep. I'm so impressed. Luxana. There we go. I don't know what's wrong with my mouth Lwaxana. today.
1: I just think you gotta... think. I always think of like a... Wakchika, 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 wakxana.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. That's Sounds like a be a wookie name. It does. And this
1: is Waxana. Loakxana. <laughs> but... <laughs> <Lwaksana.
0: Lwaksana. laughs> it's the L and the W pairing.
1: It seems like a, it seems like a weird If you told me that was a Jewish dish, I would believe you. <laughs> it be like, "Oh, okay. Oh, some Wakxana, yeah." <laughs>
0: It's delicious, Uh, but she is delicious. Madgell Barrett comes back once again and is just the fucking best.
1: (laughs) I pointed her out to my wife because she sat next to me. I won't say she watched this because she was on her phone, (laughs) but she sat next to me and I go, see that that lady? That's Gene Roddenberry's wife. And she said, who's Gene Roddenberry? And I said, okay, you can go back to your phone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm like, all right. I'm like...
0: Don't worry about it. <laughs> she didn't know who Gene Roddenberry was.
1: <laughs> Honestly, that shit. I was personal friends with Lucille Ball. <laughs>
0: oh, Cameron and Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> mm. Mm.
1: Tell our dear listener what is happening. All righty. What's going on?
0: Okay, here's the thing. On stardate 42859.2, the Enterprise is ordered to escort two Antidian ambassadors to an important conference on the planet Pacifica. Because they're fish. (laughs) (laughs) The Antidians are transported aboard in a self-induced catonic state to reduce the stress of space travel. Of pace travel. Same. Same fish people. Along with a barrel of chum. For when they awaken, in accordance with their custom. <laughs> Gross. En route, the Enterprise is ordered to rendezvous with a shuttlecraft carrying Ambassador Loxana Troy, Deanna's mother, and her beloved drunk mute man servant, Mr. Hom. Due to his previous experience with her, <laughs> Captain Picard does not entirely welcome Loxana's presence, as she tends to be overbearing and lack tact. But Starfleet's instructions are that she be afforded full diplomatic courtesy, which includes dress uniforms. Loxana invites Picard to dinner, and he is surprised to find that rather than a formal diplomatic function for the entire senior staff, it is a romantic setting for just the two of them. Picard evades her advances, invites Data to join them, and manipulates him into taking over the conversation with long-winded anecdotes and historical facts, which I adore. (laughs) I would love to have Data dinner. It'd be great. Troy explains that her mother has entered the phase, a stage in the life of Betazoid women where their sex drives increase dramatically and that she is searching for a new husband, having been long since widowed. Picard retreats from the holodeck to hide from her, leaving Riker in charge. He learns something about the holodeck function as as he keeps getting shot at, but manages to find a nice bar to relax in. Frustrated by Picard's absence, Loxana targets Riker instead and makes a surprise announcement to the bridge crew that they will be married. The Antidians, meanwhile, have revived under the careful careful supervision of Dr. Pulaski and slurp up some of that chum. So Riker goes to the holodeck to notify Picard. Lwaxana follows, having determined that Riker is not interested either, and switches her attention to a character from Picard's simulation. who uh, returns her affections because she's rich and beautiful and everything a cliché 1930s bar owner would want. Picard somewhat reluctantly informs her that her new husband-to-be is merely a holographic projection. Meanwhile, (laughs) I mean, when the ship finally arrives at the conference, I'm so used to saying meanwhile. These past couple episodes have been
1: meanwhile.
0: Meanwhile, meanwhile, meanwhile. Anyway, when the ship arrives at the conference and the collected ambassadors prepare to beam down, Luxana offhandedly informs the crew that the Antidians are actually assassins. Though they deny this, the scan shows they are carrying explosives, just as, in, just as Loxana had indicated, and they are taken into custody. She remarks that while she did not find a new husband, she at least saved the conference. And as she's beaming away, playfully chastises Picard for having such naughty thoughts about her, much to his dismay. And so ends Manhunt.
1: Mm. 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 Yep, it's a it's quite the romp. It's got <laughs> truly um, romantic traps being laid avoidance tactics. You're a romantic uh, trap being laid. Uh, not yet, but <laughs> as soon as we're done here. Uh, it's got the return of much beloved character, Waxana Troy, <laughs> and, Mist- and Mr. Home. I know. I adore them was, both. Yeah. <laughs> um, We got some, some antiquated gender talk that has not aged well. No. Um, it's like, How many times in The Next Generation are they going to talk about gender and human men in a context that is so... They were so forward-thinking about some things, but they were like, "No, our concept of gender and relations between genders, that can't possibly change in the next 100, 200, 300 300 years. (laughs) Why would that change? We're all still wearing petticoats and powdered wigs, after all. (laughs) Yeah, the um, you know, not 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 a shining moment in that regard, but still fun and for an episode where very little happens, it was still enjoyable because everybody likes an uncomfortable Picard.
0: <laughs> Truly, well, and I just a prickly
1: Picard is the best.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, a prickly Picard is that what you just said?
1: Yeah, I picked a pack of prickly pickers.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I just adore this character. I, in every single episode that she is in, it's just the best. I enjoy every single moment of her performance, even the even the weird gender talk. But it's, it's because she is so endlessly charming, and delightful.
1: She oozes charisma in a way that she was never allowed to in the original series. Like she was so, it, it, it makes me sad to see Loxana and Pulaski and just think about the kind of brassy woman that should have been on the original series. Oh, absolutely. Like there should have been someone who was busting balls just a little bit, (laughs) not enough to be insubordinate, but just enough to keep it interesting. Yep.
0: No, absolutely. I agree with you. And I mean, to be fair,
1: to be fair,
0: to be fair, Kate Pulaski, her pre, her other two doctors that she played, uh, were a little bit ball busty, but not That's true. But not, That's true. The, I mean, they should have been as a member of the crew, and mm. <laughs> nurse, our darling nurse Chapel should have been, you know, as Dr. snarky. <laughs> she, well, she should have been Doctor Chapel, but she also should have God been. God damn it! <laughs> she should have been just as snarky to McCoy, all mm-hmm. the time. It would have been amazing to see the two of them going back and forth.
1: It would have it would have been like uh, it would have been like Mash. It would have been like Hawkeye and uh, Hot Lips Houlihan.
0: Yeah, it would have. Yeah. Speaking of which, though, I just I came across the Futurama epi- Futurama episode again where they are refinishing the ceiling of the Christine Chapel <laughs> because Star Trek's a religion in the twenty fifth century. Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: the Christine Chapel. <laughs> oh man futurama what an exceptional television show truly truly (laughs) (laughs) truly
0: but back to this exceptional television show
1: (laughs) back to this thing back to this carpeted behemoth um (laughs) oh so much rug burn um so much rug burn um cameron what did you absolutely love about this we've been kind of dancing around it but light out playing for the dummies at home
0: i love magil fucking barrett she is she is amazing and everything every single moment of her performance is a masterclass in scene stealing <laughs> but subtlety and just just brilliant she's everything that we could hope for and i mean honestly i i give the credit entirely to her her lines are fine but like it's it's the characterization that makes it exceptional, so. Um, I loved the tie-in with the holodeck, and I love that my favorite... <laughs> this episode contains my favorite secret cameo appearance. Ooh. And it was what, one of the... What an- is it? It was one of the Antedians.
1: Were they also Mr. Home? No. The same actor? No. Oh, okay
0: nope the tall one was none other than mick fleetwood really yep who kept fucking up his lines (laughs) he kept being unable to say food because he was laughing so much (laughs) they had to do like 20 takes on him but i love that wow i mean i would feel pretty ridiculous wearing that makeup too (laughs) Also, it was a strong Worf snark episode, and I truly enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, Worf was, Worf was into them fish friends. <laughs> he was like, fish are friends, not food. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what a handsome race.
1: <laughs> yes, what a handsome race. <laughs> Wesley's like, huh? And then he's like, you like the traveler, and he storms <laughs> off.
0: <laughs> Shut up. No, he didn't. <laughs>
1: Weeps silently. He weeps silently goes and journals for a while.
0: As he holds his hands up in a three-fingered position and goes to jerk off. <laughs>
1: what? Wow. <laughs> so speaking of things we liked, um I appreciated adding to the beta Z mythology. And you know, even if it's kind of a cheeky, sort of dumb thing to be like, you think Human menopause is weird. Check out Betazoid menopause. It makes them super horny.
0: (laughs) They gonna fuck something.
1: (laughs) Uh, uh, Quadruples? Like (laughs) I just (laughs) Oh man, you could tell Will Will was like, well shit, I know what I got to look forward (laughs) to, which kind of explains why we've seen him and, and Deanna in the Picard trailer with a child. Late in life, kid. You know, they thought it wasn't going to happen, but just the sheer number of times <laughs> they've had sex since she started her, her menopause, phase. just the the odds. They just <laughs> finally got pregnant because of the odds. Yep. No, it's true. <laughs> Picard shows up and he's like, I- "I'm I'm exhausted, Jean-Luc. <laughs> I I need to hydrate. There's nothing left. <laughs> he's given up." <laughs>
0: Our man pretty Oy. pansexual is like, <laughs> I imagine him looking like the mummy, you know, the in the original mummy when they got the life sucked out of him. Like that. <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. Yep. I'm just one human man. <laughs> Anyways.
0: And but, um, but happy Picard Day, Dan.
1: Happy Picard Day, Cameron. Is that today? It is today. Wow. Well, too bad I'm not allowed to watch it. It is too bad. Wah, wah. Oh well. Well, we'll
0: finish this soon and then you can.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hooray. Hooray. I'll, I'll just look I'll just look at the Wikipedia page for 7 of 9 and it'll be fine. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> okay. Now, I uh, I'll tell you later, but I just got something accidentally spoiled for me, which pissed me off. What? But, oh, it was it was it was IMDb's fault, not not anyone's fault. It's fine. Um, What got spoiled for you? Well, I I went to pull up Star Trek on IMDb, like I always do, and I accidentally hit the photos. And so it brings up all the photos for Star Trek The Next Generation. I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm just trying to get back to the original posting. But before I do, in this collage of photos, I saw Leonard Nimoy. I saw his guest spot. (laughs) Yeah. Which... You know, delightful as it is, I would have liked to have been earnestly surprised, or yeah. at least I don't. Know. I don't think I could have been because I always see the IMDb posting for the next episode, so I'm sure they would have said something about Spock showing up.
0: It's true, it's true, but he
1: does. <sighs> well, and I still have I still have generations to look forward to.
0: And somebody else in Spock's family also shows up, so.
1: <gasps> no. Yeah. His his father, uh-huh. his mother, his adopted sister. <laughs> no, nah, she dead. That's non canonical. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um,
0: it is canonical.
1: You're canonical.
0: <laughs> I mean, I have been told there's a cannon in my pants, so who knows?
1: Pacquiao canon. cannon. <laughs>
0: hey. Um, I I,
1: I think that this episode worked the best when it was just, it it kind of felt like a shore leave episode, not in like the terrible original series context where it was like, oh fuck, we've got shore leave. What's (laughs) going to happen? But just like, we're taking a breather. There's it's, it's very lighthearted. It's very fun. There's no real stakes. It's just, it's that cozy network TV feeling that we get sometimes of just spending time with characters you like. It's it's got a little bit of the sitcom action. Yes. Like, why do people continue to watch Friends or The Office or whatever over and over and over again on Netflix? They're just hanging out with characters they're comfortable with and they enjoy spending time with. Yep. That's it. Um, it's not, and that it felt a little bit like that.
0: Well, I'm glad you enjoy spending time with these characters already.
1: Yeah. No, I absolutely do. But I, I mean, I think yeah. some more than others, but. They're all they're Yard all queen. growing on me. <laughs>
0: yeah <Yard> queen, queen.
1: <laughs> <Ugh>. uh, <laughs> and I am dreading Pulaski's departure because I don't know what audience they were testing where they thought she wasn't selling it because she fucking was getting it.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Ugh. Yeah, no, you're gonna have to come back to season two just for Pulaski.
1: I will over and over again. I'm gonna find my favorite season two episodes and just keep watching them just for Pulaski. Or, you know, maybe uh, when um, Beverly, I was like, what's what's Will's mom's name? When Beverly shows back up, maybe when we do quotes, I'll just read her lines as Pulaski.
0: (laughs) I mean, you know, they aren't that dissimilar.
1: Redhead doctor number one and redhead doctor number two. Redhead
0: doctor number one is nicer. She doesn't quite have the edge and isn't a drunk, but... A brilliant drunk. She's brilliant, just not drunk.
1: Yeah. She's like, she's house. She's house before house. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Now I just want to find some house quotes to read as Pulaski. (laughs) Please do. All right. I'll work on that. Uh, But Cameron. Yes, Dan. It wasn't all midlife sex crisis Crisis. Wow, why'd I add a T to that? But it wasn't all midlife sex crisis, was it, Cameron? <laughs> midlife sex Christ? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: no. No, it was not. There are several things in this episode that have not aged very well. And I mean, I, m- I must just block them from my mind because I. I am I always forget that the Antidians are in this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I just remember that Loxana is on the hunt, and she wants some of that Picard dick, and she wants some of that Riker dick, and she just wants... She is on a quest, and that's what I remember most about this episode. And then the fish people beam on, and I have the same reaction she does, which is, ah! <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh God, oh God. <laughs> They look like a dollar store version of the Mon Calamari race from Star Wars. They do. They, they really, really do. Like, I kept expecting one of them to go, it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it totally was a trap. It was what? a trap. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah.
0: And I mean, and then after they see him, I'm like, oh yeah, one of them is McFleetwood. Okay, everything's fine. But
1: God, what a terrible design. And Are you sure that one of them was McFleetwood? Positive. You sure that wasn't just... Uh, rumor
0: <laughs> you're the worst and the best um yes i'm positive uh in the in several of the next generation behind the scenes documentaries especially for season 2 they talk about he was there and i we...
1: i I, I, tr- I trust you it was it was just for the the joke it was just for the pun <laughs> it was just for the pun man are you trying did i pun are did you... i pun too far
0: are you trying to punish me
1: <laughs> oh Yeah. (laughs) And we'll have pun, pun, pun till the podcast episode runs away. That's, that's, now I'm going to cut that. That's terrible.
0: Um, You haven't cut anything you've said you're going to recently. So we're like an open book, Dan. That's (laughs) not always
1: true. I cut, I cut several things. That whole, that whole diatribe you went on about ranking the Star Trek races from least inferior to most inferior.
0: Um, That's because that didn't happen.
1: Yeah, I cut that out to save your face. <laughs> it I was didn't like, happen. Wow, you listeners. put Vulcans really far down there. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do that. I love Vulcans. I
0: actually haven't met a race of on Star Trek that I haven't loved, except the Antedians.
1: Really, the Ferengi. Yeah, you love the Ferengi. Well, yeah,
0: but not from Next Generation, from Deep Space Nine. <laughs> you got to give them a chance, Dan.
1: I'll give them a chance in Deep Space Nine, but I have a feeling that it's going to take a while for me to appreciate their culture.
0: I mean, you're not wrong. They fix the problems in the first episode, honestly. Oh, that's good. They make them interesting and incredibly charming and just you adore the Ferengis that you get to know and you really get to know their culture and you know how horrifyingly backwards it is and you get to see progress happen and it just you know it's it's wonderful but i mean the next gen next gen frengi no you fucking kidding me no what a all nightmare
1: right.
0: all right ah uh, speaking right. of nightmares <laughs> yes speaking of nightmares what
1: did you hate dan uh the whole dixon hill thing was a complete waste of goddamn time i was like what Did did somebody just stroll by the the Dixon Hill set and go, oh, yeah, we had that thing. Let's use that. (laughs) I was like, don't try to shoehorn in some holodeck shenanigans for no fucking reason, especially if you're not going to have, I don't know, have the situation mirror what's going on there. Like maybe some woman is coming after him in this scenario or I don't know, just – have it have bearing, or or have the ambassadors stumble into the holodeck? Like, do something with it. That's not just like, and then she fell in love with a hologram. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Loxana, you're an you're an interstellar traveler who's never heard of a holodeck. Come on, come on. That was the other thing. I was like, well, this is kind of insulting to her intelligence that she doesn't understand that they've got a dated she's like oh is this just your role play room <laughs> like what did she think it was if she didn't understand i i think that they
0: were trying to say that she was clouded by drive i mean you know
1: ah the hormone monster got her yeah i could see that
0: she yeah, was I mean, being Murray. she was being guided by she rection
1: hershey rection i like that um <laughs> Additionally, the ambassador's design was atrocious. Yes. If you're going to save money by recycling sets, then spend some money on costuming, please. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I got in that turbo tube or whatever you call it. She would know it's called a turbo lift. Like, I, that was the thing. I was like, quit making Loxana seem dumb. I don't like it. I don't like her conversations with her daughter about men and as a commodity i mean well don't treat men like objects that's dehumanizing (laughs) i mean maybe that's why i like it so much (laughs) i don't think i like that (laughs) who would want to be compared to a commodity like a piece of meat that's that's just not very nice I don't think I would care for that sort of characterization, especially if it happened to me my whole life yeah. and was systematically enforced by society. I don't think I don't think I would care for that. <laughs> there you
0: go, Dan. <laughs> well, to be fair, um to this episode fair. was written by Terry Devereux, who we have met before. Have we? Yes, we have. Do you remember what how?
1: Ter- no.
0: It's a pen name. Oh, God. (laughs) It's a pen name for our dear Tracy Torme.
1: Oh, Tracy, what happened? (laughs) No, don't get me wrong. It's not a bad episode, but uh, yeah, it was just a little, you know. Trying to withhold my 2020 standards from 1989. It's just hard. It is hard.
0: No, I mean, I, I do actually enjoy the speaking of Riker and Picard as pieces of meat. I think that's very funny um, and righteous. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and you're absolutely right. The holodeck was... Especially the Picard not understanding that if he did the same holo novel, it would try to kill him because that's that's... It's a novel. You know, it's... <laughs>
1: I thought I picked a choose-your-own-adventure. Go to page seventeen.
0: Maybe the subtitle for this episode should have been "Okay, Boomer."
1: (laughs) I'm waiting. There's gonna be. There's gotta be some episode with some old general who thinks he knows how to run things. Oh,
0: Dan, just you wait. (laughs) I'm
1: sure there's there's gonna be one of those. Oh yeah, boy is okay, Sonic Boomer. But yeah, <laughs> Picard was- Oh, Cameron, that's what they should have called Top Gun Maverick. Okay, Sonic Boomer.
0: <laughs> you are absolutely correct.
1: Yes.
0: I might have actually gone and seen it. It Ugh. hasn't come out yet. No, I mean, but like, I'm not going. I, I'm just not going. I don't give I a I will shit.
1: say that um, I respect the piss out of Tom Cruise's work ethic. He's, I mean, that's fair. Hell of, a, hell of a worker and the last several mission impossible movies have been amazing so i might i might go i don't know <laughs> i mean i wouldn't judge you if you did i just judge me it only makes me stronger does it no
0: <laughs> i didn't think so yeah oh god yeah i don't know what happened but i <laughs> There was a lot to love in this episode, and there were some things that just weren't great, which, I mean, is season two. That's, that's Star Trek Next Generation season two. Season two. We've got some wonderful things, a.k.a. Pulaski and and Guinan, and some not wonderful things, like some of the day-to-day middle-of-the-season episodes.
1: Yeah. I don't regret watching it, but I don't think I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> this one? Yeah.
0: I mean, if you watch the previous one and this one comes on, I bet you won't shut it off.
1: No, I won't. I'll be like, oh, <laughs> "Legs,
0: yeah. where are the legs?" Speaking of which, let's quote this bitch. <laughs>
1: let's quote this bastard.
0: Let's quote this ass.
1: Let's quote this hooker. <laughs> All right. My mother is beginning a physiological phase. It's one that all Betazoid women must deal with as they enter midlife.
0: Yes. It's something Troy warned me about when we were first started to see each other. A Betazoid woman, when she goes through this phase, quadruples her sex
1: drive. Or more.
0: Or more? He never told me that.
1: I didn't want to frighten you. <laughs> and then he gives her the longest look as the scene continues on around them. He's just like, just drooling. He gives her a look that um, makes it clear that he finds Gianna thirst inducing. <laughs> Indeed. It's a Indeed. very
0: thirsty look. You never assume anything where Loxana Troy is concerned.
1: Betazoid women are full of surprises. I just feel like she should have her own cabaret show. She just seems seems like one of those eccentric ladies who's like, come to my home, I'll put on a show for you. I think think that's why I love her
0: so much, is she is my peak optimal level of camp. She is just, Mm -hmm. she's coasting at the very top where it's perfection. A
1: tasteful amount of camp and then just a little bit more. (laughs) Because you cause feel a little greedy You get yeah. just the right amount of camp And you're like, ah, let's get a little more camp uh, <laughs> and,
0: and then it just makes you go Ooh, instead of
1: Ooh. <laughs> <clears throat> All right Data has just saved Picard From Loxana Troy's advances Diverting her with boring stories <laughs> Data You will never know How much I owe you for that Indeed, Captain?
0: I know many more interesting anecdotes, sir. For example... Data. Sir? Later. Yes, sir.
1: Oh, Deanna's about to go off and tell it to her mama. She just said she's going to marry her ex-lover. Why did you stop me? Someone needs to set her straight. I think I'll leave that to the Captain. Coward. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and my favorite line of the whole episode, what a handsome race, about the Antinians.
1: Mine too. <laughs> I love that line.
0: <laughs> uh, Worf is about to make some tortoiseshell and fish stew, if you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <go rest. laughs> It's only at midlife that the Betazoid female becomes... Well, fully sexual, if you know what I mean. Which, time out, she just said, fully sexual. You don't need to say, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Like, that's pretty explicit. (laughs) It's like, they get really horny, if you know what I mean.
0: (laughs) They want to fuck everything, if you know what I mean.
1: Yes. Yes, I think I do. I also think that I saw the captain on the on his way to her quarters. I wonder if I shouldn't warn him. No, as ship's doctor, I consider it an excellent exercise for his reflexes and agility. <laughs> doctor, it was oh God. That is that was that was the lie. No, a I- ship's doctor I'm like you saucy bitch. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no. It's it's one of my favorite scenes between Pulaski and Troy ever. Mm-hmm. It's just perfection.
1: Dope, 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 dope. Uh, and then we've got Troy talking about her mother again. <laughs> she has decided to focus all of her sexual energy on one male, who will of course eventually become her husband. It seems, Captain, that you are the early favorite. Congratulations, sir. <laughs> wah, 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 Speaking wah. of snarky bitches. <laughs> mm-hmm. The legs. Where are the legs? Where they belong, Mother. Right under you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just the anim- I mean, just the so perfect animosity between them. Oh God, it just.
1: Mothers and daughters. Marmee from Little Women. Loxana is not. (laughs) No. No, she's not. She's, yeah. Nope. Anyways. Jean-Luc Pickard says, (laughs) Well, mm, under the circumstances, I think it would be prudent if I were to make myself less available for the duration of the journey.
0: (laughs) Uncomfortable Pickard. (laughs)
1: Right? I'm like, come on. Don't act like you don't need it. <sighs> <clears throat> I'm not doing the Dixon Hill quote. I refuse. Oh, come <laughs> on. So oh, fine. Picard is introducing the hollow character to Data and Riker in a completely dumb scene. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to meet Rex. You know, I don't think I ever heard your last name. Huh. Don't think I have one. Just Rex. That's all. Ha ha ha. Ha ha Has it, anyone written any Dixon Hill novels? I don't think so. Maybe they oh they,
0: I mean I'm sure they have. I'm sure they're I'm sure there's Dixon Hill fan fiction, actually. That involves a whole lot of fucking. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's that's very possible.
0: Telepathically of Recker. Is he still yours?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, I scrolled too far ahead. (laughs) Telepathically. Humans no longer own each other that way, Mother. Really? That's a custom we may have to introduce
0: again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this from the woman who tried to become Pogo Sisters with her daughter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Captain, we are being hailed by a small transport vessel just coming into range.
1: Oh, my God. What's the problem? What's she doing here? On screen, Captain.
0: Starship Enterprise, so, come in. We have we you have on- have you
1: on viewer, pilot. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> too, many many <laughs> too many characters. Too many characters.
0: <laughs> we have you on viewer, pilot. Enterprise, I have a passenger, a VIP passenger, who I'm more- Oh, let me talk to them. I'm sure I'm more articulate than that. Mother. <laughs> Fucking love it. <laughs> oh. So that's how this feels. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry they startled you, Mrs. Troy. They, the Antide- <laughs> they're the Antidian delegates, and they're being stored here temporarily. Delegates. Last time I saw something like
1: that, it was being served on a plate. Racist. <laughs> yeah. You're scheming something, mother. Don't try to fool me, I can tell. You're always so
0: melodramatic, little one. I'm not scheming, I'm deciding.
1: An animal is always at its best when hunted. Or when hunting. (laughs) It's like, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Rawr. Get it.
0: Oh, Jean-Luc, what naughty thoughts. But how wonderful you still think of me like that.
1: Mrs. Troy, is there something you ought to know about Rex? No, sorry. Mrs. Troy, there is something you ought to know about Rex. Oh. What? what?
0: Now that's more like it. Your thoughts. They're primal. Savage. I like that in the man. I am not a man. I still say they look better in sauce. (laughs) All right, last one. You ready? What
1: stage is it in?
0: Oh, I have it completely under control.
1: What stage is it in?
0: Well, far along enough for me to enjoy it, little one.
1: Now Now I know why you wore that dress. What? Don't be ridiculous. This simple little dress, nothing provocative about it. What are we going to do?
0: Well, I'm going to do the one honorable thing there is to do, and I'd say your captain has the inside track.
1: Mother, don't even think it.
0: Why not? He was thinking about it all through dinner.
1: I was what? I tell you, Diana, for a telepath, your mother's accuracy leaves much to be desired. <laughs>
0: it's so like my mother. Oh, no, that's you. Sorry. <laughs>
1: it's so like my mother to do the unexpected
0: <laughs> well daniel what level of betazoid phase horniness would
1: you give this episode mmm i'd say it's uh it's it's 3 that's what i was going to say that's fine you know
0: three we're at stage three of the betasoid level of horniness so you know yeah so still looking for people but broomsticks aren't off the table
1: yeah exactly
0: and who hasn't been there with a broomstick i mean
1: honestly (laughs) who hasn't indeed (laughs) all the time
0: Anyway, we have loved We've it. Loved hate... it.
1: Hated it. Quoted nope. it. Say it at the same time. And read it. it. it.
0: Read it. Love it. Hated it. Quoted it. And read it. Which just leaves one right. last thing for me to do, and that's to wish you all to not just have a great week, but to make it so. Keep on trekking. Today, we're watching Star Trek, The Next Generation, when Lachswa... <laughs> Son of a bitch. Loxana. There we go. Loxana, I can do this. She's my favorite character, for Christ's sake. Today, we're watching Star Trek, The Next Generation, when Lachswa... Oh, my God. <laughs> it's that... I... I'm sorry.
1: It's your Lachswan uh, song. <laughs>
0: That's good. <laughs> uh, computer. Computer. Uh, we seem to still be recording, did we? That whole time? Yes. Okay. Well, we have 11 minutes of footage, so should be good to continue. Anyway, you are making some shtick about definition of a romp. <laughs> Hold on. Keep talking.
1: Can you hear me now?
0: Yes. Yes, I can hear you now. For a second, you sounded like a Muppet because it just stretched your voice out for a Couple milliseconds.
1: And here we are. It's the (laughs) Matt Generation. Yay! (laughs) Why are there so many songs about Star Trek? Star Trek. And which series is the best? (laughs) This cast was current, and this cast was classic. And then there are all of the rest.
0: <laughs> You're so pretty.
1: A secret weapon production. <laughs> Woo! Yep. Keep on tracking.